Simple Life Together, Episode 47. It's time to simplify our wardrobe. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, we called the last episode of the show the random show because both of us covered some pretty random simplicity topics. Yeah, we're kind of all over the map, but we did get some good feedback on that one, so that was nice. Yeah, but today we're going to narrow down our focus and talk about what we wear. Well, not just what we wear, but about our wardrobe in general and how that affects our closets, our dressers, and our lives. But before we start, we just wanted to send out a huge thank you. You did it. Simple Life Together is a finalist for the 2013 Podcast Awards in both the Education category and the People's Choice category. Yes, and that's pretty amazing out of, what was it, 4,400 podcasts? Yep, 4,400 And to get selected for two different categories and the People's Choice, pretty remarkable, so thank you. That's pretty awesome. So voting starts 1 November and lasts until 15 November, and you can and should vote once a day at podcastawards.com. But you know what? More about that later. Let's get on to the main topic. All right. Sounds good. So what dictates how big your wardrobe is or how many clothes you have? Is it fashion or changing trends? Is it utility, which I think is kind of my case a little bit? Mm -hmm. Or is it the weather or the climate where you live? Is it an expectation of society or your social circles? Or is it the activities that, that you do that necessitate what you wear? Or maybe it's simply the size of the container, you know, whether it's an overnight bag or a walk-in closet. If you got the room, you're going to use it. Uh And the answer to all of these is probably yes. So that's the thing about clothes. We all wear different things for different reasons. And I don't know why I got to thinking about this, but I did just the other day and I was like, you know what? We need to really think about it. And honestly, at first I started off with maybe it's just the size of the container and we just tend to fill it. Well, you know, it's kind of like cable TV where you have about 500 channels and there's like nothing nothing on. on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, You go into this huge walk-in closet and you can't find a thing to wear. So what's the real problem? Is it analysis paralysis? Just too many decisions? Well, let's dive into that. We all have different reasons for what we wear and how big our wardrobe is. It's a pretty personal thing and each of us is unique but our ancestors certainly lived with a whole lot less than we do (laughs) and there are those out there who choose to minimize what they keep in their clothes closet so why can't we (laughs) i don't know you know and so yeah like you said let's dive into it i came up with a couple of questions and you know i came up with this topic which is weird because i give almost no thought to my clothes anymore (laughs) right but uh but it was just on my mind and so i came up with some questions that i figured we could just kind of both go over all right. Sounds good. Oh, sounds so good. the first question is, so what things shape your current wardrobe? And you go first, please. <laughs> okay. So I came up with a few things right away. So the first thing I thought of, well, work. Work shapes my wardrobe. Um, I have worked for professional settings and for my hands-on gritty organizing yeah, work. Uh, you can't wear the same thing with uh, a client that you're doing like a needs assessment on uh, that you would yeah. wear if you were like organizing their Yeah, I'm not basement. wearing heels when I'm yeah, you know, climbing into an attic or <laughs> right. organizing yeah. a garage. That's just not happening. So right. yeah, but I have two different types of work outfits. Gotcha. Um, climate also dictates how my wardrobe is. Here in San Antonio, it's mostly warm weather, pretty much year round. And so I have a lot of warm weather weather clothing. Culture is also a big thing here. It's cowboy and Western (laughs) wear that you just kind of adopt and it's kind of just relaxed. But uh, again, it's just this cowboy kind of Western, relaxed, rustic look, I guess. Yeah. Yep. 
lifestyle is huge for me, um, especially when it comes to the fitness part. So I have a lot of fitness clothes and travel clothes too, especially when we go camping and things like yeah. that. like to have lightweight and versatile clothing that I can wear in different types of outfits and things like that because I want to pack kind of light. Right, and you so. want to be able to wash it at night or and hang it up to dry or whatever, right? Exactly. Yep. Um, and, and the other thing is when you're on the go too, I want things that are easy to, to pack and carry, you know, my purses and other accessories. I don't need a lot of fancy stuff. So gotcha. it's kind of like the lifestyle thing. And I don't like to iron personally. Yeah, not like me. No. <laughs> I hand it all off to him. Yeah. Just, uh, and the other thing that, that kind of shapes my wardrobe is my personality and the image that the I, look, the look, the look yes. you want to have. Yeah. What, so what look are you going for? Well, I guess I kind of describe myself as the, the, the pretty tomboy and I'm not saying I'm pretty, but I want to be the cute tomboy. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm, you know, I'm athletic. I'm, I feel like I'm strong and I'm very active Fun. and yep. you know, so all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, fun and i think i just always wanted to have that balance of being womanly right but still being able to do whatever i want to do you know sure. not to be too too feminine too girly so that's kind of what i have or maybe it's kind of like this urban chic or country casual kind of a look i don't know what you call it i'm kind of making up stuff but those are kind of my styles that's what you're shooting for that's okay. kind of what well, i'm you shooting do it well. for yeah. <laughs> i don't know folks have sometimes said that i kind of look like not look like Jennifer Aniston, but her style. Yeah. Or Cheryl Crow. That's kind of... Casual, but looks put together. But looks put together, yep. yeah. Yep. So, okay. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I, I think you look good, baby. All right. You're not getting any complaints from me, right? <laughs> good answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you where do you like find your favorite styles, if you had to... Well, I really like anthropology, but I hate the price point on their clothes. Yeah. So, I try to kind of mimic that kind of a style. Yeah. So, it's just... So, really anthropology good. look at Target. Yes. Right? Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> there you go. What about you? What well, shapes your wardrobe? I, I'm kind of... The look I'm going for is kind of that guy in shorts look with a little <laughs> bit of the guy in t-shirt look thrown in, you know? Pull it off pretty well. <laughs> So, so honestly, it's mostly comfort. Uh-huh. I don't get out too much. And, you know, as I've said before on the show, my commute is 19 steps. So I really just like to stay pretty comfortable. You know, my days of getting dressed up in a uniform and all that stuff are, are behind me now. And mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that fashion pendulum has swung a little too far towards the casual <laughs> end for me. I don't know. But uh, comfort is a big deal of mine. But, you know, I say I'm done with the uniform, but the truth of it is I still think of my clothes as a uniform, the, the, mostly the utility type. Mm-hmm. And I like everything to be able to be mixable and matchable type sure. of thing. Uh-huh. You know? Kind of like when I was a kid, they had this uh, uh, clothing line called Garanimals. And you just match the tag and it's like, okay, those match. They still have them at Walmart. Do they? <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, that's me. And uh, I, Although, you know, I, I, I do... When, when I when I get cleaned up, I can look okay, you know, but uh, it's not something I... It's a treat. It's a treat. <laughs> there you go. It's a treat. And it should be a treat. So, <laughs> but... Uh, he still looks good, but it's a nice surprise when he does wear something a little bit different. Uh, the, like actual pants. comfortable right? uniform, yeah. <laughs> like he's wearing jeans. Yeah. It's a miracle. <laughs> so, and like you said, the weather being here in San Antonio, it does dictate a lot of the wardrobe. And I really go for the shorts. Look, yeah, big time, <laughs> big time on the the utility and huge on the comfort for you. Yeah, it so. is. Okay, so what else were you thinking about? Uh, so, what is if you could describe what your wardrobe looks like now? I mean, 
what if if you had to describe that to somebody, what would you say? What does it what does it look like now? Okay, I got kind of specific because that's kind of my personality type. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a little bit like, okay, I'm going to give you stats and all that stuff. Well, I actually have three dresser drawers dedicated to my fitness clothing. So that's including like fitness pants, shorts, tees, tanks, socks, and sports bras. And I actually counted up the items, and I have about 80 fitness items. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize. You know, it looks good because it's in the container. Yeah. And it's yep. nice and neat and organized. But then I started counting. I'm like, really? 80 items? But my point here is that I have a huge amount dedicated to fitness. Yeah, um, but when, I mean, when you start throwing little things in like socks and, and all that stuff, it can, yeah, it can add up. It does. I'm not trying to cover you because 80 is <laughs> way too many. <laughs> but, but, but no, carry on. <laughs> well, let me put this. Let me give you uh, the setup here. In our bedroom, we have a dresser. It was a furniture piece that we put together by Ikea. So it's actually, it's almost like three dressers put together. So we have four long dressers that are about, are about maybe four feet long, right? Four feet, the drawers. Yeah. Right. And then we have four each of smaller, smaller drawers. drawers that are maybe, what, 18 inches wide? Yeah, maybe. That. Yep. So, so I've got four 18-inch wide drawers and then two long ones, and then he has the two long ones and the four. Right. So, so basically, that's how it's all kind of set up. And then we have the walk-in closet. So anyhow, back to the drawers. I also had those three small drawers for my undergarments, swimsuits, and uh, baseball caps and some casual shorts and shirts. So that's kind of, I've got my casual clothes in the dresser. Now, when you go into the closet, what I have, I started counting my items again, and I had this different image of what I had. But basically, my closet is made up of 40% work and professional attire, 40% casual, and 20% of travel slash merino wool and coats. So that's kind of how my closet okay. looks. As far as accessories go, I have six belts, three that I use all the time. I have six scarves, which I really only wear about three or four of those. But here's the here's the kicker. How many purses do you have? Oh, I only have um, eight purses and two wallets. So <laughs> only. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> you should see some of the purses. Oh, my mom, she's a self-proclaimed bag lady. She probably has about 100 purses. I, I'm not lying here. <laughs> Love her, but she loves her. weakness is purses. Yours my is? weakness is shoes. Folks, I hate to admit this, but I have 40 pairs. 40! Imelda Marcos. And half of them are for professional attire, which I wear maybe 10% of the time, if that. <laughs> so this was all just revealed to you as I brought this topic up yes. this week. Yes, darn yeah. you. You brought up yeah. this topic. It's a great topic, but I instantly went in there and went, okay, I'm going to start counting. Let me see what I have. Yep. I need the realistic idea of what I have. And so, But get this. You know, I told you how I have all these fitness clothes. I only have one pair of running shoes, which is good. I don't yeah. really need more than that, but... You know, I work out way more than I need to wear these professional the outfits yep. and stuff. And so anyhow, I think I need a serious redo when it comes to the whole shoe department. So <laughs> tell me what your wardrobe looks well, like. Well, mine, is, I did not count like, like you did. So um, <laughs> I probably should. And I'm going to, and I'll get to the going to part later on. But I probably have eight of the same identical black short sleeve shirts, right? And I did that on purpose because it's a uniform item for me, right? <laughs> Four identical of the long sleeve shirt, the same version of that shirt, only long sleeve. Yep. Right? Uh, all of my wool calf socks are identical. All right. I, I probably have three or four pairs of those. I only need one because when do I ever wear socks, period? <laughs> I know, right? When do I wear shoes? You know, but, <laughs> but all of my uh, ankle socks are identical. They're all the, you know, the kind that you can hardly even see when you're smart wearing wool, smart yeah, wool. Ankle, yeah. Yep. And, um, 
I just prefer not to vary too much, to be honest. And like I said, I didn't go in, through and count like you did, but I will, and I'll get to that. And I have very few accessories. I have a couple of baseball caps, maybe maybe three mm-hmm. that I wear. Uh, three cowboy hats, of which I usually only wear. Uh, wear two, two of them. I wear two of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't wear a watch. I don't wear any jewelry of any type other than my wedding ring. Yeah. So on the dressed up spectrum, <laughs> <laughs> most of what I wear is on the lounge around home or very casual end. <laughs> but I could easily get dressed up for a formal event, but I really only have one or two options there, which, which is fine because I don't intend on ever wearing a suit unless, unless somebody's getting married or somebody's dying, yeah. you know? And um, that's fine with me. So, But in between the business casual to business attire end, that's where I struggle. And to go more than two days, you know, in business, ca- if somebody says, okay, we're going to meet for this week and uh, the dress is business casual, well, I'd be asking for, hey, can we have a casual Wednesday? Because after Monday and Tuesday, I'm pretty hosed. <laughs> Right. So mind if I wear shorts, does shorts fall into business casual? Yeah. So that's just how it is for me. And I I guess I would like to have a different look, but I think we would all we all have maybe that concept of an ideal wardrobe in our heads. So what's your ideal wardrobe? Well, you know, my ideal wardrobe And hey, now huh. you have you got free reign. It's your ideal wardrobe. Ideal world, so knock it out. Yeah. It's not exactly this, yeah. But right. uh, I guess my ideal wardrobe would look like this. Nothing would need to be ironed, first right. and foremost. <laughs> right. You really got a thing with that, don't you? I just, yeah. it's because I don't take time to put that in my day to yeah. plan for that. So I just prefer, that's why I hang up a lot of my clothes and just try to take it right out of the dryer and that's hang cool. it up kind of stuff. The other thing is I would like everything to be comfortable. And honestly, Pretty much most of my stuff is comfortable because if it's not, I'm not wearing it. And yeah. so, and since I do edit quite often, I get rid of stuff that I don't wear. So, are you really, are you pretty honest with yourself when you're looking at something and saying, say you had something that was an absolutely beautiful piece, mm-hmm. right? And and it's expensive, and whatever. Let's just say it's just expensive and it looks great, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel right. It doesn't fit right. Mm-hmm. Do you, would you would you toss it? I I would. Yeah, I think you And I too. have, and I have. Yeah. And there's one right now that's borderline not as comfortable as the rest of my business skirts, and it's, it's, but it's beautiful. But I'm like, I think it's going to go, yeah. just because I haven't worn it yet. Cool. It's been about a year. So good for you. Why. The other thing, too, is that I would like in my ideal wardrobe is that everything fits or is tailored exactly to my shape. Because even though some of my clothes are comfortable, they may not exactly be the right length or, um, I don't know, maybe they just don't fit exactly right. right. It's mostly the length issue or like with my, uh, I've got a short waist, so sometimes it's hard to find things that fit just right. It's kind of like that. Some pants end up being the Urkel effect. <laughs> <Yeah. they're> kind of <laughs> Did I do that? Past your belly button way up high, yeah. you know, or where the inseam is so low on the shorts and pants that it's just kind of, it's like down to my knees and it's just, just not cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I also have broad shoulders, so sometimes that's kind of hard. I get the hourglass effect, but yet I've got broad shoulders, even though I'm a relatively small size, it's. Yeah. Like kind of throws me off. So anyways, I would like things to kind of fit tailored perfectly to my figure, which is difficult to do. Right. The other thing I would like in my wardrobe is that everything is attractive and flattering. For some reason, that's huge for me. It's not just about the utility, but I yeah. want it to be, I like to maintain my feminine look and flattering, I guess. Yeah. But, um, you know, some of my clothes are comfortable, but they're not necessarily flattering. So 
Yeah, I know. I have a shirt that you say it's just not flattering. It's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, yeah, just maybe around not. the house is okay. Maybe camping, but <laughs> please not when we go out. Okay, <laughs> just say. But we can be honest like this. I mean, he's yeah. putting out clothes that he doesn't care for on me. He yeah, doesn't find them I don't flattering. like the marsupial shirts. <laughs> marsupial shirts. <laughs> what? The- you know the one. I don't know. I even know how to describe them, and I don't know what style. They're, I don't even know what they're called either. But they're shirts. They they're kind of popular. At least they were a year or so ago. And but um, they basically have a, a band on the bottom of them. But they kind of have a loose belly area, so it looks kind of flowing and everything. I could do that without a shirt. But they almost look like pregnancy <laughs> shirts in a way. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I could pull that off without a shirt. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> kind of a loose belly flowing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Take a second and try and unsee that. (laughs) Okay, so I guess a couple other things I would like in my ideal wardrobe would be that every piece could coordinate with one another. Right, like my garanimals. Yes. Yep, yep. okay. (laughs) Um, But I also want a variety of colors. I do like colors. For some reason, a few years ago, I tried to get away from wearing nothing but black and brown because that's all I was wearing. I love color. It makes me happy. I think it's... You stand out. I just feel good. So, But that's kind of a limitation, though, too, especially if you want to simplify your wardrobe. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would like is that everything is easy to wash and care for. No dry cleaning because that's just an expense. Add a trip, all that kind of stuff. I just don't like it. And I like everything to be stylish, not boring. And yeah. so, again, talking about where I like the style over kind of the utility sometimes. Um, and I'd like to be able to pack everything I would need for a year in one piece of luggage or a large duffel bag. Basically, I wish my wardrobe was small enough to where everything's perfect and I don't need that much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I said you had, uh, <laughs> I said you had free reign. You took it. All right. So, but I am so you? with you on the dry cleaning thing, too, because that is just crazy expensive. Yes. I don't think I have anything that needs dry cleaning, which is good. All right. So... What does my ideal wardrobe look like? I want a very casual wardrobe. Go figure. That's been my running theme, I think. I don't want it to show a bunch of sweat either. Mm -hmm. You know, here in in South Texas or Central Texas, whatever you want to say, you know, sometimes it's it's an oven out there. and sauna. That's a sauna. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So I do like um, clothes that drape well and don't bind or make me feel self-conscious when I'm out. Mm -hmm. Um, I have kind of a kind of a wide chest too and sometimes it's just i hate that tight feeling on my uh, of a sh- t-shirt on my chest i have white shoulders babe what's that i have white shoulders yeah okay oh did i say yeah you said chest okay just, just saying <laughs> whatever <laughs> so i um i really would like clothing that appears black or brown to me but you see it in color because you always say, you need to wear more color. And I just want black and brown. Yeah. Because it mixes and matches pretty easily. Yeah. So if they invent a cloth that you see in a different color than I do, that would be awesome. All right? <laughs> and honestly, I feel my best at 70 degrees and below. I mean, that is my ideal day. A sunny day, 70 degrees or below. And the clo- if you imagine the clothes that you would wear on, say, a fall day mm-hmm. in a place that has four seasons, not San Antonio, because here a fall day could be 95 or yes. 100. <laughs> but uh, I do feel really good with the clothes that you wear at 70 degrees or below. Mm-hmm. So, And I wish I could pull off, um, you know, the Shema that I have uh, from that I used to wear in the desert all the time. I wish I could pull off keeping one of those around my neck because... I do that when we're camping sometimes mm-hmm. and not just around town, but I just think it's like the most functional piece of equipment. So 
I could use my Shema as a hat, a sunshade, a throw blanket, a towel. I could soak it in water and like use it as a neck coolie, uh-huh. right? It can be an extra layer. Um, even a backpack, throw everything in there like, like a hobo, right? <laughs> Tie it up, throw it on a stick, and I'm good to go. So you name it. I mean, it's to me, that Shema is sheer utility. But I can't wear that around. I don't want to be thought of as like that guy, you know, <laughs> like quirky hat girl, you know, I don't want to be You're the quirky Shema guy. Yeah. I don't want to be, uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to be quirky scarf dude. You know, I just don't want to, maybe it, I guess in some cases I do bend to some, some societal norms, right? I just don't want to be that guy. But, uh, that's probably, that's my ideal wardrobe. Well, okay. So talking about your favorite piece there, that sounds like it's something that yeah. You really like and kind of wish you could have it if you didn't have that little block of societal norms. But Right. right. <laughs> so I guess we could talk about what our favorite pieces are. Okay. Because that well, was the next question. Well, that- well, what are yours? Well, my favorite pieces are first my running shoes because they're bright, hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why. They just are so cute. Uh, they're comfortable and they fit my running style. I In the past year, I've implemented a new running style that I don't run heel to toe. I actually right. run the ball on my feet. And so it's just a little bit easier on my knees. But I like them because I can wear them with jeans or shorts and still look cute. Like, I yeah, think I keep so. talking about this whole cute thing. I'm that, so concerned about my image. What's the deal? I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that a little later, I think. <laughs> but you're pulling it off, so you're good. Well, thanks. My other favorite piece of clothing, or another piece of favorite clothing, is my bling bling cowboy pants. <laughs> cowgirl pants? Okay, cowgirl pants, yeah. yeah. Whatever, you know. Tomboy, cowboy, yeah, know, you know, know, come on. I just on. don't want to look at you and see bling bling cowboy. You know? <laughs> it's a whole... Well, I like them. They, I call them bling bling because they have like sparklies on the pockets and down the side and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, And those two are comfortable and they don't stretch out like some jeans and pants that you wear. If you wear them, you sit down too long and then they get all yeah, loose. Baggy. Yep. They never lose their shape. And again, I feel like they're flattering because they're, they're comfortable and they fit my shape. Right. Well, that's a, that's a confidence issue. There's no there's no thing, you know, there's no doubt about that. Everybody likes to look confident in what they wear. Sure. So, I love those. Another thing I like is my merino wool long skirt because again, comfort. Yeah. <laughs> it's very comfortable. It's breathable. It fits well and can look casual or sporty with sandals or dressed up with boots. So, yeah. I like that cuz it's versatile. Um Another one of my favorite clothing items is basically one in general. It's just shirts with built-in bras. <laughs> They're just way more comfortable than having to... Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Yeah, there you like go. Dealing with the extra piece there, you know? Yeah. Um, another favorite piece of mine is a long necklace or scarves. I just like them because they can dress up an outfit in an instant. I mean, you could be wearing a tank top or a t-shirt, and the second you put on a long necklace, it just kind of dresses it up instantly. Right. So I kind of like that. And my Vera Wang tall riding boots, these are awesome. They're casual, or they can be slightly dressy, and I can wear them with pants, skirts, and shorts. And they're comfy. Again, I guess comfort is pretty important to yeah. me as well. So, And um, you got a great deal on those, right? So I did. Three years you've been wearing those. I yes, think. and I, I love them. I love them. I just wore them the other day when we went horseback riding. It was yeah. awesome. Um, platform shoes, those are another favorite clothing item because they give me height. They're stylish, and they're also comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Now, platform, you're not talking high heels, right? I'm a guy, so I don't know the... Not high heels with like a pointy heel on the back. Platform is, it's almost like a wedge or just... But they're thick on the toe. So, so the whole sole is really thick is basically what it is. And that's but still comfortable to wear? Very comfortable because it doesn't put your 
where your toes will be at the very bottom of the floor, you know, yeah. and then your heel comes right up. Um, that puts a lot of stress on your foot. And yeah, I might have to give those a try. But a platform is really, it gives you the height you need. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I'm trying to be serious here. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> so anyway, the women get me. They okay. know. Yeah. They know. And then my last favorite piece is sunglasses. I love sunglasses. The ones without nose pieces, because then I can just pull them up onto my head and they act as a headband as well, but they don't get caught in my hair if they don't have the nose pieces on them. So, right. yep. So, those are my favorite wardrobe items. Well, mine are pretty simple, go figure. Mm-hmm. Um, cargo shorts. I love a pair of cargo shorts because they're just comfy, kind of everyday wear. I wouldn't wear them camping or anything because most of my cargo shorts are all cotton. But yeah. they are comfy to me. They're functional. They have a lot of pockets and stuff. Yeah, I don't too. use them though. Oh, I See, mean, I do when I'm camping and working and stuff, but yeah, huh. I think the po- they're just kind of for the look of, a, you know, cause it's, I hate having a bunch of stuff in my pockets. My, well, you know, my wallet is a business card holder. I have like three <laughs> cards in it. My, my military ID, my driver's license, that's it. I have a few business cards on the other side, but the whole thing is maybe a quarter of an inch thick. Yep. So I don't like to keep things in my, I don't like to be encumbered. Right. <laughs> I don't like jewelry. To, you know, big wallets, not into it. You know, not, I don't like jingling change in my pocket. It's out of here. All right. So, so cargo shorts are my first one. I think my shants are my second shants. one. The, the shorts and pants. I've talked about those oh, from yeah, camping. Yeah, you know? that's right. That's the, right. The zip off legs. I know. I know. I'm pegging out the geek meter here. But to me, like they're the ultimate pants shorts combo. Right. right? <laughs> because they feel great. They're quick drying. And you can use them as pants or you can use them as shorts. Right. So it's like the spork of clothes, right? <laughs> so it's, it, it works fine for me. And then another one is my Ranger panties. And oh, I know I've talked didn't. about Huh? I know. I brought up, the, you said underwear drawer. I'm going to say I wear the Ranger panties, right? They're these, <laughs> these, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. But guys, if you're listening out there, once you go to Ranger panties, you will never go to boxers briefs. Forget about them. Basically, right. ladies, they're like the silk running shorts yes. from back in the 70s, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but they are awesome. Yeah, they got the built-in underwear yep. and all that, so I get it. But hey, they're I don't silky wanna... smooth. Yeah. yeah, I love the Ranger panties, all right? <laughs> they, I got addicted to them over in the desert, and I just... And they're like 10 bucks a pair, 11 bucks a pair. I don't know what. But... Didn't I send some to you as well? Or Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I was running out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was at my gotta have more stage. I'm, you know, it was my my desert nesting phase. That's right. So yeah, embrace the suck, right? That's right. That's right. So the next thing I had on my list for things that I love is the Ibex merino wool shirts, and we've talked about the merino wool stuff. We just kind of really grown attached to that stuff, and they are um, a tad long on me. I wish they were about three inches shorter, but I just love how. You know, I can wear them all the time. Mm-hmm. You can, I can rinse them out in the sink, and they, they're just awesome, awesome, especially for travel. Mm-hmm. But um, as for shoes, I love the comfort of my Crocs Santa Cruz slip-ons, and uh, I have those in three different colors. As you know, I have um, like a really light khaki, and then a brown, and then a black. Mm-hmm. And the reason I love those is I have pretty bad compartment syndrome in my legs, and when I wear them, I can still feel my legs, which is good. <laughs> You know, a lot of other shoes, my legs will uh, go numb and, yeah. and that's it. It's kind of a um, bad situation. But for some reason, with these Crocs slip-on shoes, and it's not like the like the plastic clogs type. No, they look like kind of like canvas. Like, yeah, right? yeah, like a canvas, canvas uh, 
I don't know, just a, like, like a deck shoe like, or yeah, a boat exactly. shoe or something. Yeah, Yeah, good call. See, I don't know any of these fashion terms. <laughs> I don't really either. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but those are great. And then I have a pair of brown leather. The company's name is Born, and they're called, the style is Hobart's. And I love the look and feel of them. And once again, they don't hurt my feet, which is, or my legs, which is amazing. And then I have some Scotty Vest Q-Zip shirts. I love all the extra pockets. And uh, even though I don't use the extra pockets as much as I thought I would, I just love the feel and the hang of the, of the Q-Zip shirts. You can wear it alone or you could layer it. So uh, they're pretty versatile for me. And for the wintertime or the cool weather, different weight fleece shirts and zip-ups for cooler weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the micro fleece. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, oh, and when I'm dead, I want to be buried or burned or whatever you're going to do with me. I don't know what you're going to do with me when I'm done. But... Um, <laughs> My fleece tidies. Oh all right? my gosh! All right, I love these. They're just like these micro fleece running shorts, and um, <laughs> so bury me in those and one of my black long sleeve performance shirts. All right, that's the way I'll be comfortable when I'm dead. All right. Oh my gosh! So, Do you want your Ranger panties too? Optional. No, you know what? I think I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go out of this world like I came in. You know, sans the Ranger panties. So. But uh, anyhow, that, so those are my those are a few of my favorite those things. Those fleece tidies just come. I mean, they look they actually look they're flattering on you, but they're just like but they're tights though in a way. I know. I feel <laughs> like just... I I honestly I feel like a little bit of a fashion superhero when I wear them. They are tights, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a cape, I'm good it's to go. It's like the it's like the dad version of a soccer mom going to school in flannel pants, you know, yeah, kind or of yoga pants that haven't seen yoga in a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm guilty, but they—they they are a guilty pleasure for me. But I do feel like, like I said, maybe I'll get a shirt with an E on it and for Evernote, and like I'll wear my tights, get a cape, and my Evernote. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everman. Only if I can take a picture. No, that's not gonna happen. Oh. All right. So as I brought this up, what are some of the things that you learned about yourself? Because you really went to town with this and we're going to take it even farther we'll talk about it well you know i thought this was going to be just kind of this fun exercise and just kind of easy but honestly it really made me stop and think kind of like a few episodes ago where we talked about what are the top five things you would take if your house was on fire it was kind of like that it was like this exercise of do i really have too much i mean what's going on here and going back to this idea of the size of the container just because your container isn't stuffed doesn't necessarily mean you don't have a lot. Like for us, I mean, our closets and our dressers aren't stuffed. But when I started counting like those fitness pieces, those fitness clothing pieces, I'm like, I had no idea. I had almost 100 items dedicated to my fitness. And I work out four or five times, you know, a week. Yeah. It's amazing how it all adds up. Yeah. And so, you know, so that being said, of course, taking count of the, the clothing, I realized I have quite a bit of it still. I still have quite a bit of clothing. And... And I guess my perception wasn't necessarily reality. You know, I like I thought I had less professional clothing, uh-huh. but when I realized that I have just as many professional clothing items as I do my casual, I was kind of like, "What?" That's... And you only wear them a small percentage, yeah, of the time. a tiny, yep. tiny bit of the time. So that was kind of eye-opening for me. And then I also learned that although I do like versatile and utilitarian, comfortable clothing, I think I care just as much about how they look on me. I mean, you kept hearing me say. It's cute. It looks good. It's flattering. I feel good in it or whatever. And I was just kind of wondering, is that a vanity thing or a self-conscious thing or a confidence thing? I I don't know. I started to feel kind of bad about it. I was like, 
wow, is it that important to me? But that being said, my demeanor totally changes when I like the way I look and feel in my clothing. So maybe caring about how you look isn't so bad. Right. So that's one thing that, you know, Dan and I kind of talked before we, you know, did this podcast here. We were kind of talking about this and I was thinking, you know, maybe at first I was self-conscious about it, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's not that bad if you feel good in, in your clothing, as long as you don't take it too far. And that's why you constantly buy clothes is to always look good. Right. So anyway, analyzing my wardrobe reinforced the idea that it's it's not a bad idea to conduct a little 80-20 analysis every once in a while. Yeah, good call. Because like a lot of things we talk about here on Simple Life Together, when you actually stop and take time to analyze your stuff or your behavior, it tends to make you more aware of why you're doing those things. And that in turn helps you make decisions on how you need to change or modify your behavior to be more in line with your priorities and goals. Like our priorities are to simplify and not spend a lot of money and things like that. So if I'm constantly drawn to cute things and I realize that I'm going to be a little bit more aware when I do shop or when I do look at a magazine and go, you know what? I don't really necessarily need that stuff. I don't need to look, I don't need another professional business suit. I don't need all that stuff. I just thought that maybe it's a good idea to do kind of like an 80, 20 analysis in the world. Don't look at it. Mm -hmm. It's like my old saying um, I used to use all the time back in the day was if it ain't inspected, it's neglected. Yeah. You got to look at things every once in a while. Yeah. So I know my wardrobe is really super simple in variety anyway. I have a lot of the same pieces. I've really, really go for like the Steve Jobs look, you know, same black <laughs> shirt, same pair of jeans, whatever, every day. Yeah. I could easily do that. And there's, as I look through, there's a lot of things that I could DX out of my wardrobe and just get rid of, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't need so many of the same shirts. Like I said, I had a, probably eight of the short sleeve shirts. I could probably use half of that. And of course I have a, a good amount of shoes too. So I need to go through those and, mm-hmm. and uh, take a good look. So as I was sitting there thinking about this topic, and figuring out where, before I even talked to you about it, I did some research on it because it was on my mind. And, you know, recognizing all these things that you can, traps that you can fall into and habits that you can um, pick up along the way, I started searching for simplifying your wardrobe. And everything I searched for led to one thing. And it is Courtney Carver's Project 333. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's a Well, why don't you explain it? You explain it first, and then I'll get into it a little bit more, too. Basically, it's a project that challenges you to pick just 33 things and to wear just those 33 things for three months. So that's where the 333 comes in, right? Right, 33 things for three months. And so so this is actually, I'm going to read off some stuff directly from the 333 project on the website. Okay, the what is 33 items, including clothing, accessories, jewelry, outerwear, which are things like coats, hats, scarves, and gloves, and shoes. Now, what it doesn't include are items like wedding bands or sentimental pieces that you always wear and never take off. And it doesn't include underwear, sleepwear, or in-home loungewear and workout clothing, as long as you don't wear those as casual clothes. Yeah, that'd be cheating, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. so. (laughs) So how do you do it? Basically, you just choose your 33 items and box up the rest. Um, You don't have to toss the clothes. You just box them up and store them away. And I guess you can kind of do this seasonally if you'd like. Because I think after three months, you can kind of switch out and just choose another 33 things if you want. Or keep the ones that you still want to use and then pick new items. But it has to be 33, the same ones for for three months. Right. So Now, she goes on to explain that it's not... A project in suffering, right? Right. It's um, if your clothes don't fit or are in poor condition, you know, replace them. Right. And I know as I read through this, I think it will be easier for me to do this than you. 
but the bottom line is we're going to do this. Yes. I'm and, freaking out a little bit, but we're yeah, going to do it. I know we, we, before bed last night, we're laying in bed there and you're like, geez, I don't know. I, I got it. This is going to be crazy. You know, I, I mean, I have 40 pairs of shoes, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going down to 33 items total, including jewelry and accessories. Yeah. <gasps> Yikes. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so you know, as, as I thought about this and really before I, you know, I, I, like I said, a lot of stuff led me to Courtney's project 333 and we know Courtney. Um, we we talked a little bit uh, at WDS um, mm-hmm. at World Domination Summit when we all kind of walked over to uh, the lunch with um, Joel Zasowski and Joshua Becker. A and, bunch of minimalists and simplicity yeah, specialists. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, so I know, and she has the reputation of having fantastic stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, all of her articles are are spot on. And I was going to just kind of come up with our own rules for how we're going to, mm-hmm. to you know, pare down our wardrobe a little bit. But then I was like, Courtney's got all this stuff. It's already laid out. I don't have to do any thinking. It's, <laughs> it's simple. And her, now you could do Project 333 and it doesn't cost you a penny, but she has a, um, a micro course that we're going to do for, it's $15, I think. And uh, I actually looked through some of the materials. It's fantastic. So I would spend way more than $15 just trying to figure out how we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. So I put a link to it on our website at simplelifetogether.com slash dress. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in maybe considering Project 333 or the um, Dress With Less micro course, you can follow that link to find out more information. Again, it's simplelifetogether.com slash dress. Mm-hmm. So we are going to do it. I looked through some of the stuff and I'm excited. And even with even for me, it's going to be, we have a couple of conferences we're going to, mm-hmm. we have a, a, an extended road trip, at least from on my part. And uh, so it's going to be a challenge well, in different I, climates. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I'm looking for, I always like a challenge. I'm yeah. like, okay, bring it on. Let's try it. But I'm actually a little bit nervous about this. You know, the edit and forget it challenge. I wasn't worried. Dan was a little bit. I was. And yeah. now the tables are turned here. <laughs> where he's like, yeah, not so, not, not a big deal for me. And I'm thinking, Wow. But I like it because it's going to be, I think, surprising in the end um, how how little I really do need yeah. and how I can still function with a whole heck of a lot less. And And it'll be interesting to see if I want to increase my wardrobe again or just maintain this, this kind of lifestyle. Well, so. you know, we spent this whole year kind of um, like stretching our simplicity muscles a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. and. You know, just like working out, you get to a certain level, you got to move on to the next phase. Yeah, you're right. And I, th- I think Courtney Carver's Dress With Less course really is going to be our next phase to stretch with on yeah, this Project right. 333. And we'll keep you guys updated we on sure it, will. I think we'll probably put some blog posts out there. I already plan on taking some pictures of the current state of my wardrobe and pictures of boxing up my beloved yeah. pieces <laughs> and whatever else. So yes, we'll definitely keep you guys updated on it. And we'd love to hear about yours Without if you doubt. do it too. And of course, um, I'm sure Courtney will be thrilled if you guys take part in her 333 project as well. So Yes. So, and you know, some other people are doing, um, like taking Instagram photos of all of the different pieces that they have oh, or what they, cool. how they mix and match uh-huh. them to use them every day. So a lot of neat ways to kind of get rolling with that. So I'm excited. Anyway. Well, you know, so as we said up front, we all have different reasons for what we wear and the size of our wardrobe. It's personal uh, to each of us and we're all unique. So only you can decide what's right for you. That's right. But maybe doing some experimenting once in a while will let you see how much you truly need or want to keep. 
And for us, we think we're best served when we base our wardrobe on how we want to live and how to best portray who we really are and the image we want to project. The more authentic that is, the smaller our wardrobe needs to be. And regardless of the size of the container, mm-hmm. we're, we're trying not to confuse needs with wants, and we're really shooting to live with just enough. Mm-hmm. And for us, living with just enough really is the perfect way to help make our lives simpler. So maybe it's time to take a second look at your wardrobe to see what's right for you. If you decide to make some changes, we'd love to hear about them. So share your thoughts with us on simplelifetogether.com slash 047 in the comment section. And you can also check out Courtney's stuff by going to simplelifetogether.com slash dress. So let's move on to the thing segment. Great. You go first, Dan. So my thing this week, actually, we have the, the same thing generally, all right, was getting back to basics and spending some time just like the cowboys did back in the old west, right? <laughs> we were riding around the Silver Spur Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. My horse was named Winchester. And uh, just like the cowboys snapping some pictures with my iPhone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, I, it reminded me of a quote from Ronald Reagan, who you know is a hero of mine, my old boss. And he said, um, I've often said there's nothing better for the inside of a man than the outside of a horse. And I had a blast with the whole uh, kind of the extended family there. It was a bunch so- of us. Nice. So yes, horseback riding was my thing too this week. And it just reminded me of my childhood riding with my cousins um, in northern Idaho. My cousins had some horses. And every time we went to go visit, the first thing I wanted to do, the second we jumped out of the car was get on the horse and ride. We used to ride bareback, of course, with saddles. And my favorite thing was jumping over creeks and just galloping away. It was just, I love riding horses. I just you know, it's hard in the military to kind of keep that up yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But uh, what was so nice about this is that we were with family and we had such a great time. And it just reinforced the idea that it's experiences rather than stuff that matters. Amen. Yep. Um, and it even kind of did this little simplicity test with us as far as because afterwards I was like, gosh, I would love to have a horse. And then instantly we started running through the whole this whole thought of. Yeah, that'd be great. Sure, sure, we get this tiny little house, but, yeah. you know, even if we have acreage, but you know, how much is the horse going to cost? How much is it going to cost to feed to it and to it. care yep. for it? And if we're gone, it would, like we want to travel, who's going to, yeah, exactly, who's going to care for it and, and board it? So I thought of it as like, wow, that's like the ultimate gateway gadget. You know, <laughs> I talked <laughs> right, about gateway right? gadgets before. So yeah. we decided we'd much rather pay for access than to actually own a horse. So, Sounds great. Anyway. So that's the thing segment for this week. And for the announcements, once again, we wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you who nominated us for the podcast awards. Amazingly, we are a finalist in education and people's choice categories. So we're up against nine other shows in each category. And as Vanessa said, there were over 4,400 shows competing, and we made the final cut. Woohoo! Honestly, we really feel like we've already won. Oh, yeah. So here's how the shows were graded to make the finals. 40% of the grade was from the number of nominations, so thank you very much. Yes. Uh, 20% was from relevance of the content. 15% was from website design quality. So th- thank goodness we just did the recent website <laughs> update. Yeah, right? <laughs> 15% was sound quality. And 10% was from podcast delivery and show format quality. So what happens next? Well, voting starts 1 November and lasts until 15 November. And you can and should vote once a day at podcastawards.com. But as much as we'd really love to win, we have no desire whatsoever to inundate you with information about it. So we'll probably bring it up just a few times. And if you're up for voting every day for two weeks, we would love it. If not, vote when you can. No matter what, we just really sincerely appreciate all the support that you've given us. 
As far as I can tell, we're the only podcast dealing with simplicity in any of the categories. And some of our good friends also made the finals, so consider voting for them too. Shows like Mommy's Cocktail Hour in the food and drink category, and Ivy Envy and Who Day Weekly in the sports category. And so, like I said, voting is from 1 to 15 November only, and the awards aren't announced until 5 January at New Media Expo in Vegas. So it's a bit of a wait. But thank you again so much. And SLT listeners rock. You guys rock. Thank you so much. It was awesome. Well, remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at simplelifetogether.com and at Daniel Hayes on Twitter or Vanessa at simplelifetogether.com and at Get Simplified on Twitter. And there are links to our Google Plus profiles on the website. Well, we've got some great comments on the website and we'll share some snippets from each of those and you can read the full comments on the website. So we're going to go over some feedback right now. Right. Tanya from MauiShopGirl.com commented on episode 45. Well, you just made me realize how unsentimental I am <laughs> because my five things are primarily tech or camera equipment. Although I have a few sentimental things in my home, like a Japanese jewelry box my grandmother gave me when I was five, and my mother's copy of Little Women, if push came to shove, I'd grab the things that bring me creative joy on a regular basis that are expensive to replace. The MacBook, Time Machine, the DSLR, and two lenses, and like Vanessa, my purse with my iPhone, iPhone camera lens, and iPad in it. Well, thanks, Tanya. (laughs) Yeah, that was referring to that, uh, if you had five things to take with you. Yeah. And we have another one from that episode, too. That's right. Tony Scott from HCGDietRecipesMadeSimple.com also commented on episode 45. That's the episode. OMG, I love this podcast, and it was so timely. This actually came up in a conversation I was having with my husband when we renewed our homeowner's insurance. What would be important to us if the house went up in flames? After listening to the podcast, I'm going to complete my list of five things I would grab in a fire and make sure I am caring for those things and making them ready in case of an emergency. Love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thank Tony. You. Thank you, Tony. And Dan R. commented on my thing segment, also for episode 45, where I talked about sausage making. Oh. <laughs> and he says, what? No link to the sausage recipe? Where's the love? Great episode. Well, Dan, you twisted my arm, so I posted my simple sausage recipe on the website at simplelifetogether.com. Honestly, it's not crazy simple, but sometimes when it comes to cooking, you just got to ask, what step can I leave out and not poison someone? <laughs> so, so it is what it is. Thanks very much, Dan. Well, we also have some iTunes comments to share as well. EQJMPR, I'm guessing that's a, another horseback rider. Equine jumper. I mean, maybe I'm just making that one up. But they wrote, it's good to be simple. Lots of great tips, entertaining, and the path away from thoughtless consumerism. Nice. Thanks so much. And Aussie Rachel from Australia writes, a joy to listen to each week. Dan and Vanessa Hayes bring fun, honesty, and a pragmatic antidote to today's crazy busy world. Ex-military, they bring a process-driven approach to simplifying things which have become unnecessarily complicated. Things like holidays, organizing kids' parties, workflows, and photo management. Their tips and tricks are grounded in the reality of raising a family and making a living, not some wavering ivory tower of idealized perfection. Vanessa's tips from a professional organizer's perspective and Dan's clever tech tips are bound together by humor and mutual respect, which provides inspiration for listeners. Regular guests add new perspectives. I would highly recommend this podcast, not just to people who already like living a simple life, but to those who feel overwhelmed and just don't know where to begin. Uh, Wow, that's pretty amazing. That's very nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Zuma Craig writes, anything but simple, two stars. 
What's absolutely ironic about all of the simplicity and minimalist blogs and podcasts is that when examined critically, they are quite complex and obsessive. Numbering meals, working on this or that character trait, organizing, these are all consumerist activities and antithetical to simplicity and minimalism. Hmm. We might be better suited at looking at the systems that cause consumerism and infiltrate well-intentioned attempts at simplicity and minimalism. Well, Zuma Craig, you have a point. And um, honestly, while my infiltration days are over, <laughs> I, think, uh, <laughs> I think you're right. Looking at the systemic causes is certainly important. And you may want to start a podcast on that. I guarantee I'll be the first one to review it on iTunes. And uh, some of those things are just, uh, while they need to be addressed, we're really just kind of documenting our journey and kind of sharing some things that we've been going through and hopefully others can get something out of. But thanks for listening in. And Sherry from SherryLCarver.com writes, Simple and fun. Nothing better than Dan and Vanessa speaking about their journey because it's real and from the heart. Their ideas about simplifying are contagious and easy to follow. At the end of each week's podcast, I feel energized and encouraged that life can be simple and fun while working hard. Oh, Thanks, that's awesome. Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. Sherry rocks. And Maggie927 wrote, Absolutely fantastic. Inspires me daily. I came across these podcasts a couple of months ago, and I've been addicted ever since. I've listened to over 30 of their podcasts already. I love their relationship, their humor, that they are on this journey together, and the pragmatic view of minimalism. I listen to and read a ton of minimalism content, and this is the best I've experienced because it has the right purpose and goal with a dose of reality that these are real people struggling with the things we've all struggled with. I bought a scan snap less than a week ago, and I've scanned 100 plus instructional manuals. I love it. I love them. <laughs> Keep up the awesome <laughs> podcasts and content. Well, thanks so much, Thank Maggie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, MK Lag said, wonderful show. This is probably my first review ever, and I felt that I had to leave a review to express how much I enjoy listening to this podcast. Dan and Vanessa's views are practical, and I can easily relate to. I enjoy listening to them, and their advice is useful in a daily life setting. Well, thank you all so much for your feedback. And honestly, the good and the bad, it means the world to us. It really does. It really does. Okay, so that's it for episode 47 of Simple Life Together. So today was all about your wardrobe. We talked about why we wear what we do, some things we do to keep our wardrobe under control, and even talked about simplifying a bit and getting down to essentials. I'm sure Courtney's going to help us with that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, really. And my thing was snapping some iPhone pics while horseback riding around the Silver Spur in beautiful Texas Hill Country. And Vanessa's thing was making new memories riding horseback too and enjoying the benefits of paying for access versus ownership. As usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 047. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together. Simple life together.